Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Mind and a Fan podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. On today's show, I'll be talking about um, Manchester United's um, shock victory over Liverpool because it's actually a shock to me and I guess to many of you out there who watched the game on Monday night. And not many expected Man United to win. The best many of all hoped for would be a draw. Uh, since Liverpool had not won any game this season. And um, we were able to defeat uh, Liverpool at Old Trafford in the gutsy, excellent, um, rugged um, display of uh, passion, tenacity and skill. So... Great result for Manchester United. I'll also be talking about Casemiro uh, unveiling at Old Trafford as well. So, a lot to chew in on this episode. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after this break. Alright, thank you for staying tuned to this uh, podcast. I appreciate you for taking out time to listen. I hope you enjoy this particular episode all right so back to the issue at hand Uh, Manchester United on Monday night took on Liverpool at Old Trafford in the third Premier League game of the season for all teams and Manchester United I guess all the odds I guess most people's expectations um, defeated Liverpool by two goals to one uh, with the goals scored by Jaden Sancho and Marcus Rashford, two of our front three on the night. Great performance all round. Um, a lot to admire and a lot to uh, be proud of. Okay, so um, I will reflect on the game um, overall in the looking at the bigger picture after I um, discuss the individual performances of most of the players who were on the pitch on Monday night. So, um, starting with David DJ, I think David DJ was again outstanding. Um, his best performance so far this season. Um, he couldn't stop Salah's um, goal. Uh, it was a rebound after he made a good save from, I think, Trent Alexander-Arnold, who shot and uh, he saved. But uh, our defence were too... Um, complacent at that point in time and allowed Salah to sneak in and nodding and rebound into the net. Um, it was a goal that was avoidable um, because um, the mistake came from Fred giving the ball away which led to a corner kick which eventually led to the goal. So uh, what he might either need to learn is to keep the ball um, better um, if, especially when they're trying to counter-attack. If you want to give the ball away, give it deep in your position's half, not near your 18-yard box. So very sloppy for Manchester United there. And um, the defence for me were the uh, heroes on the night. They were outstanding. They were dogged. They were rugged. They were committed. Uh, tackles were put in. Um, a lot of blocks. A lot of... Um, energy a lot of running around and so there was a lot to admire from the back four um Dalot, Varane, Lisandro Martinez and Malaysia I think they stepped up and they did a job for Manchester United I hope 
um, Eric Ten Hag will stick to this defense line um, going forward as the mainstay. They seem to they seem to have that togetherness. They seem to be happy to work together, and I think this is what we need. We need a solid defense. Uh, Manchester United defense has been known to be very porous, especially the early years, and even under Rafranik, it was terrible especially last season one of the worst in living memory so um, if we have a defense line that is rugged and dogged we'll keep more clean sheets and Liverpool are a top team so I think considering the only one against them is not a bad uh, performance by any stretch so that lot was great um, defensively going forward I don't think he was that good and that is to be expected because uh, there were times we were under the cush from Liverpool, especially in the second half, and while we were trying to hold on to our lead, um, and also in the first half too, um, when Liverpool grew into the game, and it was the latter stages of the first half. Um, Varane and Lisandro Martinez were excellent, and... Um, I, I hope Eric Ten Hag was bold enough to stick to his guns. Um, Mr. Harry Maguire should be should walk hard and walk his way back into the team, and not just be given uh, a, an automatic status just because he's the captain or because he costs eighteen million pounds or because he's an Englishman. No, he has to play well in Carabao Cup games, Europa League games. You know, to prove to the manager that he deserves a starting shirt. He has to um, return to the form he was that led my United to pay such ridiculous amount for an obvious average defender, a bang average defender at that, you know, in the first place. So, if you cannot provide or produce the the bang averageness that made um, those idiots in the my United management to pay 80 million for you, then you have no, I don't think you deserve any automatic starting shot in the team. So, um, my only pity goes to Eric Bai, who deserves to be starting, but I'm not the manager. And Eric Bai, like everybody else, deserves to earn his way back into the team. So, Linda Love, Eric Bai, Maguire. The ball is in your court now. You need to uh, work hard in the training and also take seize the opportunities whenever they come. Because if Eric Ten Hag is bold enough to stick to his guns and keep the current back four, well, there's no hope for you guys in the big games in the Premier League and Europa League this season. That's my opinion anyway. Um, as for Tarek Malasha, he too was very good. Um, he made a lot of tackles, strike, pocketed Salah for a, a large extent of the game. It was very good. It was for his first full staff Manchester United. He was very good, and um, again, like Maguire, Luke Shaw too should uh, not think he has an automatic shirt. He has to work his way back into the team. I hope. Eric Ten Hag is going to be bold enough to stick to this back four. I think they are a good template to uh, plan um, or set 
I don't know the words she use right now, but I think they're a good backline to uh, to play any game this season. And of course, if injuries can reach the will, of course you can fix in your Luxors, your Maguires, your Wambisakas, your Lindelofs, and so on. No problem. But this should be our starting back for going forward. I know this is just one game against Liverpool, but if they can replicate such performances, game in, game out, week in, week out, month in, month out, then I don't see what the problem is. Um, so going to the midfield, I think the worst of the midfield was Bruno. Bruno again, sloppy in possession, gave away too many balls for my liking, uh, made some terrible mistakes, almost considered an ongoing in the first half. Lisandro Martinez came to his rescue, was at the right place at the right time. Um... Excuse me. Um, okay, Bruno, yes, was overall, he was poor um, in terms of his performance overall. He was poor. He made one good chance for Anthony Elanga in the first half, which Elanga failed to convert. Um, so I think that was the, the best um, piece of attack or piece of play Bruno did throughout the game. Um, I need Bruno to return to what he was um, in the previous season, not last season. We need that old Bruno back. And if he doesn't shape up, you have to shape out. The midfield battles is becoming uh, more competitive. Casemiro is now in. So, and... Once he's matched fit, he walks into that team. I don't think he'll be available for Southampton. I doubt if he'll be available for Southampton. Um, of course, he played preseason and all that, but um, he, in fact, his, his contract, I don't know whether he, he has gotten his uh, work permit, his visa, or his, um, yeah, his contract is subject to him meeting the requirements of getting a work permit in the UK. I'm sure Manchester United will be able to pull strings if there's a problem. But even if he gets his work visa and all that sorted before the end of the week, it is doubtful he'll be ready to play um, against Southampton, which is our next game over the weekend. So I'm looking like a week or two weeks before he'll be ready to play his first game for Manchester United. Even if that's a substitute, you know. Um, so, my United midfield is getting very tough and competitive. So, Bruno needs to shape up or shape out. Um, Ericsson also performed very well against um, Liverpool. I don't think he was at his best, but he did well enough. He was involved in the one-touch passing that Elanga... Um, uh, with a langer that led to the goal by Jaden Sancho, and overall, I'm impressed with Ericsson. I think he should be an automatic starter for Manchester United. He is creative, he is good at set pieces. So, these are the kind of players we need playing for Manchester United in our midfield, and not players like McTominay or Fred playing such key roles. Um, Fred and McTominay. Are good squad players. You can use them in a situation whereby there are injuries or suspensions. 
but they should not be starting for Manchester United. I think they have used up their credit in the bank and they've been they've been liabilities for Manchester United for a number of months and I don't think we should entertain both of them playing or one of them even one of them McTominay had the advantage of height um Fred had the advantage of energy and tenacity so um they are both useful as squad players or coming at substitute but they should not be starting for Manchester United especially in the big games um we need upgrades and we have Casemiro now and we have Ericsson now uh, so and we also have Van de Beek which for me is also better than what Fred and McTominay can offer Manchester United in midfield you could see when Van de Beek came in he didn't just whenever he had possession of the ball even under pressure he didn't kick the ball aimlessly like Fred did which led to the goal Liverpool scored so these are the issues so uh, midfield yesterday well not yesterday today is Wednesday so uh, our midfield was uh, quite good against Liverpool there were times we dominated possession but we also gave a lot of give the ball away and they worked hard off the ball definitely but um, I think based on how things have been so far this season I don't think I have any much complaints about the midfield. So, McTominay, the other person I did mention uh, in the midfield, I think he did a decent job. And you must know now that his days um, as a starter are numbered. And uh, between now and when he, and Casemiro comes in, if he gets called, called up, he needs to give a good performance and remind the coach of what he can do. And he has to be giving good performances from now on because there are people waiting to take the, opp- the opportunity if he doesn't take his opportunities. Casimir is always going to bench him anyways. So who are we kidding? Um, I expect that at the end of the day, it will be Casimiro, Eriksen and perhaps Bruno. I think Bruno is still too big to be dropped in the eyes of Eric Ten Hag, but... I feel that if Bruno's performances keep getting poor by the day or getting poorer or stagnating, then uh, Eric Ten Hag should do what he has done to Maguire and Shaw. Hopefully, Maguire and Shaw will stay out of the team for a while, get a winning run, and those ones get called up in the um, Carapao Cup games and maybe Europa League games. And let's see what they do in those games. Maybe, maybe they can remind the coach of what they can provide the team, you know. And in the attack, Rashford, Sancho, Elanga. Um, I think the, I think Rashford was the best of all the front three that started um, against Liverpool. Um, he was energetic. He was vibrant. Had several attempts on goal, and. Uh, scored the what turned out to be the winning goal for Manchester in the second half with a great finish. Um, I'm happy with Rashford's performance. It's one of his best performances um, in the past one year, one and a half years um, since his poor form began to become an issue. 
you know, this is one of Rachel's best performances, and I hope that uh, this continues uh, for many years to come. Well, at least for this season, we don't know if he will leave the club at the end of the season, but for the rest of the season, I hope Rashford will um, emulate such performances and continue in such stead. He was energetic, he pressed, and this is what we want to see from our players. Why they would not do this, you know, baffles me. And I hope with the presence of Eric Ten Hag, players will be willing to give their best and do what they're supposed to do uh, with the ball and off the ball. And, you know, uh, Rachel's performance overall, I was pleased. Sancho grab, grabbed the goal, but um, overall, he wasn't very good um, against Liverpool, especially in the second half. So, I hope Sancho, whatever is bothering him or whatever issues he's having, he overcomes it and does better, you know. And Elanga, he was good in the first half. Um, he didn't do too much wrong. He ought to have scored against Allison um, when he was one on one with Allison. He ought to have scored. Unfortunately, he hit the crossbar. I mean, not the crossbar. He hit the upright. So, but he was succeeded by um, Anthony Marshall, who assisted Rashford for the second goal. So, I think we have. Um, a decent enough squad. My only worry, which is um, the bigger picture, is can this team replicate such performances week in, week out? Are we not seeing a? Are we not seeing something because of the situation? <gasps> excuse me. I'm very sorry. Excuse me. Um, my what I what I wanted to say was. Are we not seeing um, this performance because it is Liverpool? Are we not? Are we being deceived? This is my big worry. Looking at the bigger picture, I feel that um, this performance is not going to be sustainable. I don't think Manchester United can play like this every game. I suspect that we may. And return to the old ways after a game or two. You know, maybe the occasion um, was enough incentive for the, you know, for the players to give their best because obviously it would be terrible if we lose three games in a row. And we avoided that situation, thankfully. And... They gave their best, which is all we can ask for, and the best was good enough. So, um, again, my big worry is that this Manchester United team could be motivated to defeat Liverpool, but I don't know if you'll be motivated to play like this for several weeks to come. That is my biggest concern. They may not do well anymore after a while because of this game and so I'm a bit worried and skeptical and I don't want to you know I don't want to over celebrate the victory because we need to calm down and realize that it's a marathon not a sprint and 
it would have been good. Or it would be good if Manchester United can play like this every week. But Manchester United is not going to be playing like this every week. I'm very sure in the next game will be... Well, let's, let me not say that we'll be rubbish in our next game. But let's not get carried away too much by the performance. I know Trafford against Liverpool. We've been here before. We've played games wherever we did very well. And in the following game was unrecognizable so uh, we want a more consistent Manchester United and not a Manchester United that we don't know we're not sure who will turn up that is what we want so hopefully that will be the case so that is it basically um I'm worried on the flip side that we may not be able to um continue this vein of performance uh, we are now a point ahead of Liverpool and we need to keep on winning um, what are those what are those players will um, continue in this vein of form or play the way they played against Liverpool is left to be seen but I hope we are able to I hope we'll be able to give our best in the coming games and the coming weeks and climb up the table and stop the rot. Um, Casemiro is here and I'm glad that is on that item I like to talk about. Casemiro was on Vidal Trafford and I'm happy he has signed a contract subject to him getting a work visa. I'm sure he will get his work visa to Brazil International so I don't think it's going to be a problem. So... Um, I'm happy um, with the sign of Casemiro. Casemiro is 30 years old. Um, we need not forget that Casemiro is probably looking for um, a team to cash out with. Um, so, I'm not surprised that Man United go after players whom uh, Real Madrid is rejecting. I think... Um, well, not like Real Madrid rejected it. He wanted to leave Real Madrid. So I need to correct that impression. My point is, Man United does not have a clear transfer strategy. And we are just going after anyone we like. And um, just, there's no clear strategy. Uh, Casemiro... Casemiro, the sign of Casemiro just shows you that we don't have a clear strategy. Um, we uh, make scattergun transfer, so it, you know, so it affects um, the players supporting or accepting certain players, and also for team harmony and team unity, because um, people. I don't even know how to describe it. Anyway, you guys get the point, right? I'm sure you guys get the point I'm trying to make. Uh, so, I don't want to dwell too much on that. I will need to stop here. Um, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I appreciate you all. I'm happy that my United won. And we won convincingly and we deserve to win. I hope that uh, in the return leg, we will also give a good 
account of ourselves and do very well as well so thank you all again for listening i appreciate you all for taking out time to listen to this cast thank you so much do have a great day and bye for now